hey, how's your back end doing? And no, I'm not talking about your booty. I'm talking about the back end of your business. Yes, I know it's not something super fun or super sexy to talk about, but hey, as we're heading into 2022, I know what your goals are. You want to scale your business, but I know you don't want to be spending more time in your business. So today I have a guest, Rebecca Kay, on the show. She is just such a pleasure to talk to. I just love her accent. She's so much fun. But she is a systems and automation expert, and she is going to come on today and talk to you about the five core systems that you probably need to reanalyze in your business. Are they up to par? Is there a system that you are lacking? Is there a system that you need to hire out and get an expert to work on it so you can actually spend less time in your business and put more moolah in your bank account? We're diving into task management, content management systems. How are you managing your team? How are you managing your sales and marketing? Like, what are you doing with your warm and hot leads? And then, of course, when you have clients, what are your clients experiencing from you? So get ready for a pretty juicy topic. Make sure you're taking notes because Rebecca drops some great tech tools. I was actually taking notes during the interview. I'm going to be checking out some of the tech tools that she suggested that I use for my business. So grab your cup of coffee, or maybe it's whiskey or wine, and let's dive in. Hey there, sister. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I am on a mission to help mompreneurs like you ditch the Instagram overwhelm and take control of your time on the app and build an extraordinary brand and business, but still be fully present with your family and just be crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with Instagram strategies, marketing hacks, branding and business tips with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, you know what to do. Hand your kiddos those tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. And today we are going to start diving into systems and automations. I know all of you have heard systems and automations and maybe you already have them in place and maybe you need to reanalyze them or maybe you just don't know where to start. So that's why I have my amazing guest today, Rebecca Kay. She is here and we're just going to dive into systems automations. But really what we're going to do is we're going to simplify it for you so you really know what you should be using in 2022 so you can scale your business, but you can spend less time in your business, which I know that's what we all want. So let's have a nice warm welcome for Rebecca. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Alison. I'm so excited to be here. And as a fellow listener, I'm really excited to be on the other side of the mic today. Oh, that's awesome. And I love that you listened to the show and we were chatting before we were talking about Instagram and Reels and all the fun things that we do on there. But that's like the fun part of the business. We're going to be talking more on like the back end of the business. And I know it may not sound so sexy, but we really need to have things in order for our business. So we're not, you know, feeling completely off task. So the first thing that I wanted, well, actually, before we dive into my questions, see here I am just wanting to dive into my questions. But I would like you to introduce yourself to our audience 
and let us know what you do, who you serve, and then what got you into systems and automations. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. So um, I am a systems and automation strategist. I mainly help female service-based entrepreneurs um, who are in the coaching or consulting space um, set up their back end so that they can focus on what they do best. Um, What got me in here was actually a different business. So before I started this business, my coaching business, I had an online boutique for five years. And it started off as a passion project, you know, what you were just saying about how it's so exciting when you're starting a business, you know, you're on Instagram, marketing, doing collaborations. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, the not so fun part starts knocking the door when you realize you got to make money from this. Um, You have responsibilities, there's bills to pay. And because I started it off as a hobby, I wasn't thinking of systems. I was just thinking of making enough money so that hopefully I could retire. Um, but yeah, when when that serious part of the business came through, I got serious burnout because I was doing mm. everything myself. And I tried even panic hiring, but that didn't work because they didn't know what they needed to do. I also wasn't clear. Um, I always give this example of the first hire I ever made was a social media manager. And I actually spent more time on social media after I hired her than before because of this lack of systems and micromanaging and just panicking. Um, And eventually I actually shut down that business five years later because it was just so energetically draining and everything was just all over the place. And I kind of like kicked the can down the road because I knew that I needed to put some structure to the chaos that it had become. But I just didn't have the energy and the mental capacity at that time to do so because I had just had my twins. I was pregnant with my twins, actually. Um, so I decided to just shut it down. And I noticed this pattern even with other female entrepreneurs who would ask me, you know, Rebecca, how are doing all the things so while Mm. on the outside you know on the nine sort of you know Instagram squares everything looked so nice and trim and perfect in the back end it was a mess Um, and I realized that there was this kind of disconnect between when people get excited in business and then when they really have to get their back end sorted because it's also not typically where we want to spend time as entrepreneurs. And that really led me to what I have started now, where I am supporting women in putting their back end together so that they can focus on what they enjoy the most about their business. I love that you do that. And yeah, that's how I started off too. In my business, I was all being like, I'm going to be online and this could be so much fun. And I actually started with a blog, Boss Lady and Sweatpants. But yeah, then you you start going and then the back end kind of creeps up on you. And the more people you work with, you realize, oh, I have no systems in place. And that's where I was. I had nothing in place, no systems, no automation. I was doing all the work myself. So, and I bet there's a lot of listeners that are kind of feeling that way. They might have some systems here, some automations here, but it's just still not a good flowing workspace for them yet. So I want to start out with Mm -hmm. this question. What are some common mistakes that people are making when they set up systems? Yes, that's a really good question. Um, There are quite a few, but one of the mistakes I see people make is 
they they realize, okay, they need to put some organization here and then they go out and buy a whole bunch of different software. Mm. But they haven't really evaluated what does their business need? What are they doing on a day-to-day basis? Because when you do that audit of what your operations look like, which is really what you do from nine to five, if you work you know, a full eight hour day on your business, that's when you start to understand what you could potentially automate and what you maybe even potentially need to delegate for. But if you just go straight out and get all these different apps, most likely people get overwhelmed with all the tech or they're not even utilizing them to the best of their ability um, and they're not optimizing them or they just end up not even using them because it just becomes one of those tools that, you know, just gather digital dust. So that's one of the things I see. Um, Something else that I see people do a lot is while it's exciting to, you know, get on the bandwagon and, and, you know, find, figure out a new tool, maybe you've heard of ClickUp or Asana, Mm -hmm. you really need to do the legwork upfront. You really need to put in some processes upfront so that when you do start using these tools, you have something to put into them because Mm. it's not the tool that's going to revolutionize your business. It's what you put into them. It's that work that you need to do on your processes, figuring out what are your workflows, you know, what's step number one to step number 10 of creating an Instagram reel, for example. If you don't have that mapped out before you even get ClickUp or Asana, then it's not really going to help you much. I love that because I'm actually guilty of that because I kept hearing so much about Asana. I was like, all right, what is this Asana? And I did the, just that. I downloaded it <laughs> and I opened it and went, now what am I going to do with this? Like, I just, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. And I still don't like Asana. There's something about it that it's not clicking with me. And like you said, maybe I need to go back and look at my day to day. And luckily I'm at that part, I'm really good. I really have specific tasks on specific days. And I built in, you know, times where there's personal development, there's times for me to get into a course and learn and all these different things. But now I need to go from what I'm hearing, I need to go deeper into those tasks and see what I'm constantly repeating over and over. And is it something that I can, number one, automate, or is it something I can delegate? That's what I'm hearing in there. So really, the mompreneur for 2022 is they really need to sit down and do that brain dump of all the tasks that they do each and every week in their business, and then go deeper. And is it a repeatable task over and over? And can it be automated or delegated? Am I on the right path there, Rebecca? You are spot on. I think you need to become a system strategist as well. (laughs) I don't know if if the system strategist world would like me too much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But you're right. It really requires that intentionality and really just facing exactly what you do on a daily basis. Um, And if you have a team as well, what they do on a daily basis, because something else I see entrepreneurs do is they'll, they'll tend to find it easier to hire someone, which is Mm -hmm. what I did. I panic hired um, before they even evaluate, okay, what, what, what do I do? Or 
just have that clarity on what this person is going to do. And then also ask themselves, can I maybe automate these things and it, it would actually be cheaper and it would be more efficient because when you're at the point where you're ready to hire, you also want to make sure you're making the best use of your investment in your payroll. Um, so never, never delegate before you think of whether you can automate something. First start with doing that legwork, putting those processes and workflows in. And then once you have your systems up and running, then you can now start to think of, okay, who do I need to hire um, to further support me in, you know, just lifting up the work the workload and so that you can focus on what you do best because that's how your business is going to grow at the end of the day. And here's a follow-up question to that. Um, I think most entrepreneurs, <laughs> and I think a lot of us are solopreneurs, we, in the beginning, you're going to do a lot of this yourself, setting up the systems and automations. But how do we know when it's time to delegate it to hire out and have someone else do that. Because I feel that that's kind of where I am in my business. Um, if people don't know, I still edit my own episodes for this show, but I do it because I love it. Like I really enjoy sitting down every other week and have a couple hours where I just edit and I record and then I batch them out and schedule them. It's something that I really enjoy doing. But how do we know when it's time to hire someone or delegate a project? Like, how do, how do we know that? <laughs> That's a really, really good question. And I go back to the time and task audit because when I take my clients through this exercise, we then start to evaluate, okay, what do you enjoy doing and what do you not like doing in your business? Um, what is time consuming in your business and what do you do maybe very fast and you're able to do it efficiently. So you might actually, just like you are mentioning now, you love editing. So maybe that's not something that is a top priority to delegate, but if it's taking a hell of a lot of time out of your busy schedule, such that maybe you're not hitting the income goals that you want to hit, or you're not serving the number of clients that you want to serve because you're spending so much time on these other tasks, then maybe that's something that we want to think of whether we can delegate it outwards. So it's really a combination of what's time consuming and what are the things that you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of answered my own question as I was talking about it. <laughs> but I think that's really good because I think yeah. there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are like, well, I do like doing this, but it's also, I'm spending a lot of time. So like you said, maybe we need to kind of then look at the business itself. Is your business continuing to scale? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, are you not hitting your income goals? Well, if we're not hitting our income goals, then maybe we need to look at those um, automations or systems that we are doing. Should we hire it out so we can spend, you know, time on projects that are more productive to help the bank account pretty much grow? So, and maybe that's something that I have to analyze in 2022. Do I finally need to outsource and delegate the editing so I can have more guests on my show and I can spend more time doing this, actually interviewing great guests. So you've given me a lot to think about today, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And one other thing I forgot to mention is sometimes you actually have to face 
the reality that you might even have to ditch something. You might yeah. even have to let go completely of it. Um, so, you know, let's say you're on a whole bunch of different social media platforms and maybe one of those social media platforms isn't actually bringing the clients. Um, if you're not at a point where you have the funds and the revenues to support hiring it out, maybe you actually need to ditch it going forward into 2022 and just focus on the fewer things that are actually moving the needle forward. Yeah. And don't look at it as a negative thing. Just look at it as like a, a pivot. Like you said, what's going to make the needle move forward? Absolutely. Now I have a follow-up question because we're talking about, we need to really take a look at the back end and what are those repeated tasks over and over. But now when we come to actually doing the systems and automations we said this before the recording, there is just a plethora of options out there. So for the mompreneur, solopreneur in 2022, can you recommend what we really need in our business? Yes, that's, that's a really good question. So how I like to recommend it is by evaluating what typically most entrepreneurs spend a lot of time on. Um, so I talk about the five core systems that you really need to think about, um, but really just prioritize based on what's taking the most of your time. Um, and I'm going to go through them now. So maybe, okay. for example, you're very efficient in managing your calendar and your schedule like you are, Alison. So maybe Asana and project management is not the first system you need to put into place because the system you have right now is working and maybe another system is what is what you need to focus on first. So the five core systems I talk about a lot, the first one is task management because um, a lot of mompreneurs, me as well, really struggle to manage all the things in our business. We're juggling so many different things. We're handling the kids. There is a, a full-time job for those who work, for those who are running their businesses full-time. There is the business they need to handle. If you have a team, you need to manage what they're going to do so that everyone is efficient. And I find that a project management or task management system really helps to put everything in one place so that one, nothing falls through the cracks. And two, you're really able to streamline your day-to-day -day work and focus on what you need to do on the day um, in a much more efficient way, as opposed to using, you know, the sticky notes, sticky notes <laughs> and the notebook system, which a lot of people still use, but things tend to get forgotten. You know, things get tend to get missed out. You remember that you were supposed to be in a meeting at 10 a.m. and now it's 1 p.m. and so on and so forth. So um, my favorite project management tool is Asana, but once again, it's not about the tool, it's about what you put in it. And you really need to also evaluate different ones to see which one works best with your work style. So there's Asana, there's ClickUp, there's Trello. Um, try them all if you have the time. If you don't have the time, get someone to help you evaluate what's going to work best for your business. So that's the first one. And then the second one is content management systems. So I know you talk a lot about this. Um, and I think for mompreneurs, it's so, so critical that we make use of the content we've already created. And when you don't have a content creation system, it becomes really hard. Um, and when I say content creation system, I'm talking about, do you have a place where you've stored all your previous content? 
do you have a method to repurpose? If you have a blog, do you have a method to repurpose that blog into Instagram posts? Do you have a method to repurpose old Instagram posts and reuse them again? Um, and if you haven't thought through your content creation system, then it becomes really hard to make use of all that content. Something that I hear often is hustle smarter, not harder. And that's a quote I live by. Tailwind helps me hustle smarter, not harder. So many entrepreneurs use Tailwind to schedule their pins for Pinterest. But did you know you can also schedule your post for Instagram too? Yes, Tailwind is not just for Pinterest. Tailwind gives you the capability to upload your post and schedule them for Instagram. Make life easier for yourself and sign up for Tailwind. And when you upgrade to Tailwind Plus, you'll earn $15 in credits, but you have to click my special affiliate link in the show notes. Start using Tailwind today to simplify your life. So that's the second one. Um, then the third one that I talk about a lot is your team management system. And you might not be at the point where you have a team yet, but it's so important to like think of this upfront before you start hiring, right? Mm -hmm. Before you start hiring your first team member, it's really important to think of how you are going to manage them. How are you going to communicate with your team on a consistent basis? Are you going to use death by email or are you <laughs> going to maybe use some more streamlined methods like your project management tool or Slack, which is a very common tool that people use to communicate, um, to communicate with their teams. So that was number three, right? That was number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we talked about um, project management first. Then we talked about team management. Oh, sorry. That was number three. You're right. Okay. Project management, content creation, and then um, team management. And then you have two more, correct? Yes, I have two more. Okay. So... Um, the third one that you really need to think about is your sales and marketing system. Um, and if you are still, you know, trying to remember off by heart, who are your leads, who are your warm leads, who are your hot leads, the first thing you can do after listening to this episode is literally going down and putting a list together of all your leads and putting them in your project management tool. That way you will not leave any you know, low hanging fruits, you're not leaving any money on the table. And it's easy for you to follow up with those people afterwards. So your sales and marketing system, I mean, without the sales, you do not really have a business. So it's really important to think of what you can do to streamline your process and to make it easier for you as well to manage, you know, the leads flowing through your business, to manage clients flowing through your business. And I think that's a great segue into the next system that I want to talk you through, which is client management. Um, so once someone becomes a client, what next? Are you sending them a whole different number of emails? Are you taking two hours to do the onboarding process? What does that look like? Um, and it's really important to think through your client journey, how you want them to feel, if you want them to have this, you know, elite white glove kind of experience, then your back end needs to reflect that, right? 
um, and I know it's easier said than done, but it's really important to have that thought process going through so that when you do um, decide to get a CRM tool, for example, like Honeybook or Dubsado, you know what you're going to put into that tool. You know what the workflows are going to look like. You know what you, your canned emails need to be. Um, and you create that upfront before you even start to put clients through your CRM tool. That was awesome. That was like, I love how you broke that down into the five core systems. So we have task management, content management systems, your team management, your sales and marketing system of that's how you keep track of your warm and hot leads and then your client management. So that's now you have a client. Now, what is the process you're putting them through? So when we look at these five core systems for 2022, do we need to evaluate where we have the lack of systems or that we're spending more time on? Or is it kind of a combination? Yeah, so I think it's a combination of the two, but it's really where you think you are going to get the biggest bang for your back. Because putting in systems is as much of... Um, a time investment as it is potentially a financial investment because some of the apps might be free, but for what you need, you might need to have an upgrade immediately. You might need to have someone help you actually implement this, especially if it's not in your zone of genius and you're going to take like 20 hours to (laughs) figure out how Dubsado works instead of hiring someone else who can set it up for you in two days. So I really think you need to think of those two areas where do you feel the least comfortable in your business in terms of structure? Um, And think about it also in terms of, let's say you were to go on a vacation, what would you be the most worried about? Because typically that's where we need to look into Mm. to see how we can set things up so that when you take that time off, which you really deserve, um, you don't come back to chaos. Oh, that was so good. I love that analogy of a vacation. Like, what would you be most afraid of? So I love that. So I know that this is definitely going to inspire the mompreneurs who are listening to reevaluate their backends, their systems, their automations. I love how you broke it down to the five core systems. But of course, I am sure some of them are going to have way more questions and I know I can't answer them. So where can my audience connect with you so they can get to learn a little bit more about you and how you can help them? Awesome. So I hang out a lot on Instagram. So feel free to drop me a DM um, on Instagram at this is Rebecca K. And if you want to learn more and just soak up more information and just learn more about how systems can really help you scale your business sustainably, um, feel free to join my community, which is at rebeccak.co forward slash community. Um, I go in there live every week. So there's more than 50 trainings already there waiting for you to binge watch. Wow. That's awesome. I'll make sure that everything is in the show notes. Thanks again for being on the show. And here's to a very great 2022 for our mompreneurs. Yes. I am so excited about it too. Thank you so much, Alison. Thank you. I can't thank you enough for listening today and supporting this show. The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, 
I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyinsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.